To Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Praying is praying, is engaging with the Father, conversing with the Father. That's part of abiding in him. His words abide in you. And his words lead you to pray. To talking with God. And verse 10. If you keep my commandments. You will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commandments. And abide in his love. If you keep my commandments. You abide in my love. So to abide in him means. To keep his commandments. To keep his words. To abide in him. To abide in the Lord means to keep his commandments. Amen. But you cannot keep his commandments unless you know his commandments. And you don't know his commandments unless you read or listen to his commandments. Unless you have a knowledge of his commandments. Amen. And really when we read or listen to the word of God, it's not just knowledge that we are getting. We are also receiving the grace to do what we have been asked to do what we have been asked to do amen so even now even right now as you are listening to the word of god it's not just knowledge that is imparted to you it's also grace that is imparted to you if you receive the word if you really receive the word if you believe the word you receive the grace to do if you don't believe the word, if you don't receive the word, of course, it doesn't mean anything to you. It's probably even a, a waste of time if you don't believe it. John fifteen five, our memory verse says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. For without me, you can do nothing. Think about that. For without me, you can do nothing. If you have given your life to Jesus, this actually means much more to you. In fact, means a whole lot to you if you have given your life to Jesus. If you look at Galatians 2.20, a scripture that we know very well. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. But Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Mm, wow. So, I have been crucified. If, if you have given your life to Jesus, you have been crucified with Christ. If you have given your life to Jesus, you have been crucified with Christ. What does that mean? You are dead. You are dead. You are no longer alive. Your old self is dead. You are no longer alive. 
the life that you have now is the life of Christ. The life that you have now, the life that you're supposed to be living now should be the life of Christ. So each and every one of us as Christians, we're supposed to be living the life of Christ. Amen? Each and every one of us is supposed to be living the life of Christ. Wow. That is, that's heavy. That's, that's deep. Living the life of Christ. That's a tall order. But that is what we are called to do. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life that I now live in the flesh, I'm still in the flesh. I'm still human. I'm still in this world. The life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. By the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This life that you now live, that is not your life, that is the life of Christ, has to be totally connected to Christ. If it's not totally connected to Christ, it doesn't bear fruit. And it's not that it just doesn't bear fruit. It withers off and dies. Let's look at Genesis chapter 2 quickly. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 15 quickly. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. So, God will create a man in his own image, after his own likeness, to have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creepy thing that creeps on the earth, is saying, this is my order, this is my word. You can do anything you want to do in this garden. You can eat anything you want to eat. But don't eat from this particular tree. Don't eat the fruit of this tree. The one that has authority is the one that gives orders. And if the order or the commandment or the law is broken, there is consequence for it. And God says, the day you eat it, you will surely die. So God made man in his own image and gave him authority, gave him power, gave him dominion over everything. Even give him wisdom. Give him wisdom to govern the earth. To name the animals. Give him wisdom. Made him like himself. Many wise like himself. Knowledgeable like himself. Amen. Authority. Give him authority, glory, and honor. What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him. You have made him just a little lower. Than the angels. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. God made man crown him with glory and honor. Gave him knowledge and understanding. But also ordered him not to do something. Don't eat the fruit of this tree. In the day you eat it. You will surely die. You will surely die. The direction. The instruction was so clear. You will surely die. Now the serpent came. In chapter 3. And says in verse 1, As God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. As God indeed said, You will not, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the response of Eve is, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, 
lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. The exact words of God, you will not surely die. You will not surely die. God said, you will surely die. He said, you will not surely die. And of course, again, the woman did not even mention, oh, it's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Eve didn't mention, it's the tree of, and he mentioned it. Satan mentioned it, and that just baffled Eve that, wow, this guy has knowledge. This guy knows what's going on. I better listen to him. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The day you eat it, your eyes will open. Meaning what? You are blind now. You are blind now. In fact, you will begin to know you are ignorant now. You don't know anything now. You are foolish now. But when you eat of the tree, of the fruit of this tree, your eyes will be open. You will no longer be blind. When you eat of the, the fruit of this tree, you will know you will no longer be ignorant. When you eat of the fruit of this tree, you will be able to discern between good and evil. You will be like God. Right now, you are not like God. And God doesn't want you to be like him. A lie of the devil. Everything was wrong. Everything was incorrect. But the devil was able to get the attention of Eve. By his knowledge, by his wisdom, he was able to get the attention of Eve. Please, don't be baffled, dazzled. Don't be you know, confused. Don't begin you know, to think that the devil knows so much that you need to listen to him. Amen? He will tell you things that you don't know, but please, don't engage him because he knows. Don't engage him because he has knowledge. Don't engage him because he has wisdom. It's just trying to trick you. It's trying to confuse you. In verse 6. So when the woman saw that a tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. The eyes were opened, and suddenly... They realized that it was not what the devil said they were going to see that they saw. They saw something different. They saw themselves. They saw their own nakedness. When you do something against the word of God, when you sin, shame is what comes upon. Shame is what follows. God was essentially saying to Adam, the day you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you disobey me, and by disobeying me, you are saying you don't want me to govern your life anymore. You want to govern your own life. God was saying to Adam and Eve, the day you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you disobey me. And by disobeying me, you are saying you don't want me to govern you anymore. You want to govern yourself. Amen? Because basically, he's the one that has authority over you that we give you orders. And if you disobey the order, you say, I don't want to be under your authority anymore. I want to be my own authority. I don't want you to govern my life anymore. I want to govern my own life. So God saying, don't do this means if you do it, you are saying to me, you don't want me to govern your life anymore. You don't want me to have authority over you anymore. You want to have authority over your own life. 
We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.